0: Hello there. You're very welcome to Purple Psychology Podcast. We're on episode 71. We're here with Nisha O'Reilly. Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, As I said, we're on um, episode 71 and we're talking about tidiness and aesthetics. And I suppose when a lot of people think about this, they think about their sitting room or their bedroom, but it's a lot more vast or broad than that. Right, Nisha? Yes.
1: So, A lot of people who get aesthetics are kind of um, wrongly interpreted as having OCD and, you know, you're too controlling and you're uber-tidy and it's just ridiculous and you're really nitpicky or whatever. But aesthetics is understanding the beauty of things and the form and the colours and the shape and how things go together. Um, And it's, it's not just the visuals. It's actually a whole environmental thing. And there's actually very few personalities that really truly get aesthetics. When I sat down to sort of think about the ones that get it and the ones that don't. And it's the difference between... And visual and perception so it 's not just a picture of something it 's your interpretation of the picture and the depths of it and the sort of 3d mapping so it 's not just looking at something it 's actually mapping it out that that 's why you get aesthetics and there 's lots of industries where it 's particularly useful so there'd be particular personalities and um, that are particularly go towards fashion or there 's your favourite music artists have got a whole team of people who are decide the aesthetics and the image. Everything about the music industry is driven by one particular image that's created, and it's everything from the the picture on the front cover to the sort of clothes they wear to the whole um, theme that's created around that person. And um, it's huge. There's not a personality type that are particularly good at product design, and. Um, Quite a lot of personalities are very good at photography. And obviously we think of interior design, but we don't necessarily think of things like um, set design, stage design, and um, production design. Those are huge. Like, there's, um, It's a very specific type of design, for instance, to know what something is going to look like on a TV screen to actually create a studio space and transmit that. So aesthetics mm. is a hugely complicated mm. thing, and it hugely affects us. And not a lot of people are aware of the trends, like the shape of your mobile phone will change. The corners are square sometimes, they're round other times. Um, The buttons, every time you get an update, a software update, the shapes of the buttons change, the shapes of the screen and the interface. And the interface on social media is updated on a regular basis. And all the shapes um, and the curves change and the colours change. And obviously colour theory, we could do a whole podcast on that on its own. Like there's a reason why um, all your social media apps are nearly all blue, because it's the colour of trust. Mm. so you know so so aesthetics fascinates me mm. um, and it fascinates me as to why some people get it and other people don't and who are the people that get it more than those of us that don't Um they they all they nearly all have um, a hugely intuitive element in their personality some of them have a feeling component but not necessarily and an awful lot of them have um, a lot of mapping skills a lot of three-dimensional mapping skills so and it's interesting. Like, So some people are, are will be driven by this by their home environments. So my home environment really matters to me, and particularly colour. Mm. Um, whereas other people will be in terms of their clothes. There's not that many personalities that actually create their own unique styles. And you can think about about the sort of ones that do. But then there's other people who work particularly in design and architecture and fashion design. So if you think about the likes of Yves Saint Laurent, like he didn't actually ever take his scissors to a piece of fabric. He just mm. um, actually used the whole piece of fabric and then mould it and ripped it and so on. So that's an extraordinary mm. ability to be able to map out mm. the, how something is going to hang on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's other people who, they're, it's funny because they get to a certain age, usually only 15, where they're really driven by, um, by fashion and what's trendy and being the same as everybody else and, and wearing what's hip. And that's what keeps certain brands like and um, particularly like Hollister and and those brands going. And they are hugely aware of aesthetics, because if you walk into their stores, the, the lighting, it's deliberately dark. There's a perfume going in the background. There's there's certain image with the models. There's models on the shop floor you know Mm. all of that is all aesthetically driven as well Mm. so they are feeding into what that personality want to in their image that they're trying to create and then there's another personality who particularly enjoy um they're very driven by power so their clothes will dress and particularly to dominate in power and they go for jobs that will allow them to dress in that way so that I find that
0: extraordinarily fascinating as well so and do aesthetics for some people um, you, you know for probably for most people it go over their heads, but for other pe- people it might really upset them, say like in an, an, an office environment or uh, that, that might kind of upset them or yeah, make like, them feel anxious or it just make, it just it just bothers people like it, it's funny you're either
1: it's it 's a bit like um marmite, you either love it or hate it mm. and you're right in in the case of aesthetics you 're either completely oblivious or you get every subtlety mm. um and and again, like one of the biggest places where we see aesthetics is in the food industry, mm. in how you put food on the plate mm. um, and what it looks like and how you serve it to somebody. Um, and even down to is the cutlery clean. So if you have people who are very driven by aesthetics working for you in a restaurant and cafe environment, they will only serve you clean cutlery, whereas other people won't even notice it. Okay, so, yeah, you know, so yeah. it, it's quite fascinating the, the way that aesthetics drives people and the people who get it and the people who just don't. Absolutely no idea. Mm. Um, and if you have two of them that meet in the same
0: space, same living space, it's like, you know, it's it's like fire and water. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. If, if you get two of these people in a relationship or sharing student accommodation. Or it's it's hell. Okay. <laughs> completely. And like, who is it more hell for? Um, well,
1: definitely for the person who gets aesthetics because the other person is completely <laughs> oblivious. Like, you know, um, which moves me on to the tidiness aspect, like, you know, <laughs> as well. So... There can be it can be kind of seen that they're interlinked. That yeah. you know, getting aesthetics is the same as tidiness, yeah, but actually, uh, they're slightly different. Yeah, like yeah. you know, because um, people who get aesthetics won't have clutter all over their table.
0: Okay, um, you know, so it's 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 a funny one, really. Um, you know, it's uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm just look, looking at our own environment here, um, which belongs to me. But yeah, but, good but comments. <laughs> but so, um, people who. Tidy, aesthetics and tidiness are different because tidiness is something that breaks down marriages. I mean, I mean, isn't it though? It, it's, some people get really. But I, um, I think upset about aesthetics it. does too, but they just
1: don't realise it. Like but I think sometimes people have a need for things to be a certain way and for there to be a lack of clutter and for things to be presented well in the environment. Mm. Uh,
0: tidiness is about being clean, yeah, and. Um, Aesthetics is about presentation. So, would women or men be more um, into aesthetics, or is there is there? I don't. I don't think there's a gender um,
1: demarcation. I, I think. I think traditionally, like a, a lot of guys have gone towards maybe the, the fashion industry and hairstylists and all that side of things. Mm. But no, I, I, I don't think that. I think it's more personality driven. I don't
0: think it's gender driven. But you think, like in a, in a living situation where between married couples. Would it be a more um, gender? Specific? No, I, I think. No, I think. I think that brings us
1: into the gender role when we're going to record in the next batch as to who who, who who's, who's, who's it's going to be perceived and who was given the toys of like you know from the age of five as the cleaning products. Um, or a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So no, I think that's much more driven. For so that what one.
0: does tidiness say about uh, about a, a, per- <clears throat> a personality type? Right. Well, tidy
1: people are a bit like people who are not late. And we're going to talk about people who lose things. And those Mm. things are actually, those three things are connected. Mm. And the reason that you're tidy, the reason that you're always on time, and the reason you don't lose things is because you have the ability to visualize. And you do things at the time. So you map out in your head... How actions are going to take place. So, tidy people always clean up as they go and they never leave things to be done. They mm. just do it at the time. So, if they're finished with something, they put it away. And um, they'll think about the fact that I'm going to go upstairs now, so I might as well carry that jacket up and hang it up in the wardrobe. Mm. You know, so there's an element of planning. So, mm. as you move around your environment, Or you think, oh, um, I'll take the rubbish out on the way to the car while I go to that place and I do that thing. So there's an element of visualisation and planning out your actions. And so that's why people
0: end up with really tidy spaces. And And it's never something that you go back to do. Is it specific to certain personalities? Yes, very much so. So the other personality types that aren't tidy... Is that just a trait and not actually their fault? Yeah, it's just a trait. Like, it's one of
1: the questions I always ask um, students when I meet them, is your bedroom tidy? Mm. And it's the one that always makes them look at their parents. And that will either be for them to crack up, no, I never tidy up. And you'll either end up with tidy parents with untidy children and so vice versa. Mm. But sometimes you end up with very tidy children and very messy parents, and it drives them nuts. So some it's an inherent thing for you partly in terms of aesthetics to need your space to be like mm. that and for everything mm. to have a place and to actually some kids will need to do up their bedroom environment to suit them and for them and it's mm. not just an act of rebellion it's actually their environment really matters and their mm. own space really matters mm. and their own style really matters and everything has to have its place um, but then there's other people who just are, are naturally born messy okay and and, it's, and it, it doesn't seem to be necessarily genetic in a household which is what causes quite a
0: lot of friction okay and well well that certainly explains a lot of my issues <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but but like this but so so
1: how do you do this How do you become tidy when you're not tidy? You start to think about doing things at the time rather than leaving them. Successful people, I'll try to find this post from ages ago that I'll I'll put up on our Facebook site, but successful people, there's a number of things they don't do at the weekend. And one of them is they don't spend the weekend doing laundry or doing household chores. They do a little bit all the time and they don't let it mound up. So similarly, um, you don't let your laundry mound up so that you only deal with it on a Saturday and Sunday on your time off Mm -hmm. and and if that means buying a smaller laundry basket so that you actually it it fits the size of one load of clothes into the washing machine Mm. you know and you actually organize it and do it Mm. rather than having a lot of people have ginormous laundry baskets and they let it to go to absolute overflowing point and that takes like six washes to get through and that's a
0: mammoth exercise that's left for a rainy day Okay, so there are certain um, uh, strategies that you can use in order to train yourself if you're untidy. The same tidy. way as training yourself not to be late.
1: And it's quite, it's quite funny because some personalities will be incredibly conscientious about not being late and performing in a certain place in the workplace. But then on their time off, they have a decompartmentalized zone. It's like they can be uber efficient in the workplace and then everything else. Like, oh, no, 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 I, I need that to be like... Just completely zone out. So, okay. so that that's an interesting logic that takes place in their head as well.
0: So one environment will be controlled and the yeah. other isn't. isn't. The other is yeah. to throw caution to the wind. Yeah, totally. Okay, and why would they do that? And um, why would there not be one way? Uh, you know, uh, because, like, because like, I
1: think because I think what they try to do in the workplace is something that they make a specific effort to, which is why I do feel that you don't always have to be late and that you can be a tidy person because mm-hmm. you you can be that, you can see that as something that you need to do within the workplace in order to be efficient.
0: Okay.
1: And um, so there's no reason why you can't do it in your own environment as well. You just haven't programmed yourself to do it.
0: Okay. All right. You happy with that? Totally. Well, then let's end it there while I tidy up this <laughs> face.